blessed Pentecost to all of you. It is a joy to look out front and back to see all the beautiful red that is shining through today as we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit. We are also today closing out our sermon series where we have asked that question, what difference do I make? What difference do I make? What difference is my life making for others, for our world, a difference for Christ? And we have said throughout this sermon series that we make a difference when we are supportive of others, lifting them up, even risking our own well-being for their sake, just as Jonathan did for David. We've said we make a difference when we offer hospitality and welcome for others, just like Priscilla did for Paul. We said that we make a difference when we refuse to let shame dominate the narrative, whether it's the story of our own lives or the story of others. A difference is made when we live with a narrative of love and grace instead of shame and guilt. And we saw this big difference being made in the lives of Elizabeth and Mary. And finally, last week, we were reminded that we make a difference when we tell the story of Jesus, when we live out our lives of faith in a way that elicits joy. For what other response could we have to this outpouring of God's love and grace in Jesus Christ than joy? And so we see how that difference is made. We saw it as Philip shared the story of Jesus with the Ethiopian eunuch. And we see it every day as we live out our lives with joy. As we arrive today and ask that question once more, what difference do I make? I know that the answer to that question is important for us all, but I'm going to focus on three people today. These three up here in the front row are confirmands. It is a monumental day in their faith journey, and so I know all of you are here today, but forgive me as I put my focus on these three young people. And I do so with the hope that you will be confident in the truth that you can and that you do make a difference. You make a difference in the lives of those folks sitting behind you. Make a difference in the lives of your friends, the people you go to school with, and I think I can speak on behalf of all those gathered in this congregation, both here in the room and those online, that you make a difference in all of our lives. 
Now, before I get too grandiose in my proclamations about how monumental this moment is and really speaking this great big truth to you, let me say that I know that my words today, my sermon, maybe this whole worship service, it may not be a lasting memory for you. And I know that, I, I say that even as the pastor, right? As the pastor saying that this is, uh, this is a great moment. It's a beautiful moment. It's a wonderful moment. You're taking a big step in your faith journey. But I am not naive enough to believe that it will make a lasting impression on you, these words that I say. And I say that because my own confirmation journey, well, there are two things I remember, two. I remember the church, it was Ackworth United Methodist, just down the road. And I remember that part of our confirmation journey, uh, as one of our classes, we actually went to downtown Atlanta to the MLK Memorial. And as formative and formational as that was for me, those are the two things I remember from confirmation. I don't even remember the name of the pastor that confirmed me. So it's okay if you forget my name, Kristen, Kristen Hyden, that's my name. But <laughs> those are the two things. I, well, actually, okay, so if I'm being honest, there are three things I remember. The church, the visit to the MLK Memorial, and I remember what I was wearing when I was confirmed. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I remember what I was wearing. I don't remember the name of the pastor. I don't remember the name of my youth director. Sorry, Gary, I don't remember. I don't even remember the other kids that were in my confirmation class, but oh, I remember that khaki skirt and pink sweater. <laughs> it's shallow and vain, I know. <laughs> but it actually had kind of a holy purpose for me this week as I was prepping my message for you. As we consider what difference we make, I wonder if maybe all we need to do to make a difference is to take note of our clothing. What is it that we are putting on? Now, you all look very nice today. Beautiful white dress, we got a yellow jumper going on, we got a red shirt for Pentecost, I love it. But that's not exactly what I'm talking about. In fact, I think we could all do with a little wardrobe makeover. Maybe we might even consider how we make who we are on the inside match what we're putting on on the outside. I know one of the main themes you all talked about in your confirmation journey was the idea of the imago dei, the image of God. This is something that we talked about when I visited your class the two times that I, that I was there with you, and I know that it kind of persisted and made its way in a lot of your conversations. 
that we are created, each and every one of us, in God's image. We have the fingerprints of God upon us, on our hearts and on our souls. There is a piece of the divine within us that is woven into our very being. But we've wondered and asked ourselves, and you all have had conversations about what does it mean for that image of God within us to then come out of us? How do we begin to express and live out that image? Because as wonderful and great as that image of God is within us, I'm afraid we don't make much of a difference if we just let it reside there. For it's not until we clothe ourselves with the Imago Dei. Major, big, bright, beautiful difference is made. So that led me to our scripture for today that comes from Colossians. It's the third chapter. And as I read, I invite you to listen for the articles of clothing that we are invited to put on. Therefore, if you were raised with Christ, look for the things that are above where Christ is sitting at God's bright side. Think about the things above and not things on earth. You died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, as God's choice, holy and loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Be tolerant with each other, and if someone has a complaint against you, forgive each other. As the Lord forgave you, also forgive each other. And over all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. The peace of Christ must control your hearts, a peace into which you were called in one body. And be thankful, people. The word of Christ must live in you richly. Teach and warn each other with all wisdom by singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Whatever you do, whether in speech or action, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus and give thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. All right, I know we're not in class, but what is it that we are to put on according to Colossians? <laughs> Thank you, Xander. <laughs> Compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, 
patience. All three of you are oldest siblings. You know about patience, yes? <laughs> and above all else, Colossians tells us to put on love. These are the clothes of the people of God. These are the attributes of God that reside within us, the, that image of God that is woven into our being. That is what we are called to now express and to live out every day of our lives. Compassion and kindness, humility and gentleness, patience and love. I often turn when I'm reading scripture and preparing for a sermon, I'll, I'll use different versions of the Bible. You all have talked about different versions of the Bible and the message translation that has a little bit more kind of up-to-date language in it, it says this about this passage. Dress in the wardrobe God has picked out for you. We are to dress in the wardrobe that God has picked out for you. Wonder what would it be like for us to wake up every morning, open up our closet and choose a shirt of compassion. Maybe throw on a hat of humility and some pants of patience. I know, I know, it's, it sounds silly, right? And I'm not trying to, to trivialize it, but I, I think those visuals can help, right? As we make that choice every day. Because it is, it has to be a conscious decision for us to wake up and to put on this wardrobe that God has picked out for us. To decide that, yes, I am a follower of Christ I am a child of God with the image of God within me, and so I will put on today compassion. I will dress myself in patience. I will clothe myself with love. Frank Crouch, he's a, a Moravian theologian. He says it this way. He says, just as we don't walk out of our homes without clothes, we are called never to leave our home without putting on our love for each other, our love for our neighbor, without wrapping ourselves in the new life that embodies the life and ministry of Christ. Just as we would never leave our homes without clothes on, I hope, right, we would never leave our home without clothes on. Neither would we leave our homes without clothing ourselves in love. Now, thankfully, although this is a decision, a choice that we have to make, we do get a little help along the way. I'm grateful that we were able to have Confirmation Sunday on this most appropriate day of Pentecost when we celebrate the gift of God's Spirit, 
The Holy Spirit, our guide, our our counselor, the one who gives us the strength and the courage to keep on every day clothing ourselves with Christ. Through God's Spirit, we are able to allow that which is on the inside, that image of God, to match what is on the outside. So that our words our actions, the way we treat other people, the way we treat the world, the way we treat God's creation, and yes, the way we treat ourselves might be the gentleness and patience, humility, kindness, compassion, and love. I'm grateful for the ways I already see the three of you doing this. Claire, I see the clothes of Christ's compassion covering you in the ways that I always see you wanting to help to be with others, to lift them up. Abby, I see how you clothe yourself with kindness in the ways that you interact with your family, with your friends, in the ways that you walk around this church. There is a kindness in your eyes and in your smile, and I am grateful. Trey, I see the clothes of humility that you wrap yourselves in. In our conversations during confirmation, when you were willing to to wonder and to ask questions about scripture, about God, about faith, that willingness to open yourself up and to learn. I am grateful. Because of the ways that the three of you clothe yourself with the image of God, you are making a difference. A difference in the life of this church. And I say personally, a difference in my life. And I thank you. So, compromise. All of us gathered here, no matter where we are on our faith journeys. May we be reminded that we have the power through the Holy Spirit to make a difference by what we choose to put on. May we choose every day to clothe ourselves in the wardrobe that God has picked out for us putting on compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, and above all else, love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.